Hi everyone and welcome back to the AGCS Podcast. I'm Ken Reichman. A trio of COVID-19 related risks heads up the 10th annual Allianz Risk Barometer reflecting potential disruption and loss scenarios companies are facing in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic. Business interruption, which sits at number one with 41% of responses, and pandemic outbreak, which comes in at number two with 40%, are this year's top business risks with cyber incidents, a close ranking number three. How has insurance changed as a result of COVID-19, and how are these similar risks interconnected? And what have we learned for future pandemics if or when they occur? To help us understand these risks and how businesses can mitigate them, we're joined today by the Regional Head of Risk Consulting North America at AGCS, Thomas Varney. Tom, I want to get started by talking about how the 2021 Allianz Risk Barometer identifies the so-called COVID trio of risks that businesses should be aware of moving forward. Can you help us understand what these three risks are and why they're so important? You know, the the, the trio or the COVID trio is really around uh, the three our business interruption, uh, the pandemic, COVID-19, and cyber. And really the, the interconnection of the three is the situation that we have with uh, how businesses operate, the, the addition of the pandemic has, you know, forced businesses to, you know, rely more on digitization. Uh, there's re- remote working situations that has become the norm for many businesses on WebExes and other other systems. And then really the um, the cyber aspect then is being pulled more. So really the cyber exposure to a business is much greater because now people are not are working in a different way. They're working from their homes. Those aspects of, of how we do work and you know the potential for hacking or, or other types of things has increased. So really that can impact. That's where the three kind of put together is, you know, the, the BI has always, has always been there. That has been a concern. But really the pandemic and then the pressure on, you know, businesses, uh, you know, operating, going to remote, uh, you know, restaurants, the, the, the pressure on different entities has really impacted the, the overall business climate globally. The report mentions that a heightened risk for business interruption may be the natural result of the economic, political, and societal consequences of the COVID-19 pandemic. Help me unpack this, Tom. What exactly is the interconnection between business interruption, which was the top risk for 2021, and pandemic outbreak, which was the number two risk? So what COVID risks are the most impactful to businesses? I think really what, what has happened, or you know, and, and, and as you said before, business interruption has always been a key concern, and it's been one of the top flyers forever, or at least for at least the last, of the 10 years, I think it's been the top one for the last seven. And it is again this time. Uh, I think that what we're looking at is really the business impact of COVID-19, which I, I, I see it as two kind of um, reflections or, or, or what that kind of what that um, the consequences are of this is really reflected in there was a huge acceleration towards a greater use and dependence on digitization. So really there became this immediate need for businesses to actually change how they were doing things or adjust how they were doing things to address the fact that, you know, they needed to do this to stay in business. So, I mean, there was that aspect of it. I think that there's a, um, you know, there's probably going to be an increase in, in business insolvencies and, you know, travel restrictions will, will continue or seem to be continuing until there's, you know, a, a real vaccine in place. But really, you know, there, with less business travel, there's, you know, there's going to be an, an overall increasing cyber risk because if you're not traveling, you're not doing face-to-face things, there's still going to be a need for 
the ways that you have to do business that can't be done face-to-face. Well, you let us there perfectly, Tom. Cyber incidents were the third-rated risk in this year's survey, and the report mentions that technology could be considered a double-edged sword when it comes to business interruption. So why is this, and how is the pandemic helping to feed this? Well, I think, um, you know, like you said, it is a double-edged sword, and it's really the pandemic came, and, you know, businesses were quick to address that and move to, you know, adjust to remote working adjust to more remote process monitoring, possibly more, you know, obviously more online sales, areas like that. So not so much in-store, but, you know, maybe online sales. But with that type of a change, it really brings new risks. So really jumping into something, you know, and and really switching like this creates new types of risks that that are out there. You know, the the rush to our to the solution, which is remote working or, you know, more online sales and stuff, is there an understanding of that overall inherent risk that is increased due to the fact that you've changed or moved your business to, you know, a digital platform or maybe, you know, more online sales? And then, you know, there's obviously more transparency in that realm that you're able to see things, but also you are more highly exposed to severe BI event because you are so much more dependent upon that, you know, that digital approach or that situation, whereas maybe in the past you weren't as much exposed to that or were to a lesser degree. So I think that, you know, when you look at the change and where, where people are going and, and, and what has happened because of that, it's really that there, there's more focus and more, more dependence upon the technology or the IT aspects of the workplace. And that opens up more of a, a digital exposure that you may not have known or may not have understood existed with this quick switch. The report also mentions a Pandora's box of cyber business interruption risks and a host of, quote, black swan events that could occur as a result of cyber incidents. So what are some of these business interruption and black swan risks? Okay. Well, I think, um, you know, uh, when you talk about, I'll, I'll start with the Pandora's box. And really that's just, the thing is that the pandemic has opened the Pandora's box. And really it's, it's one of those things that it wasn't expected. So it's really kind of put in mind from that aspect, you know, kind of expect the unexpected. So really, you know, if you talked to two years ago, this probably wasn't on many people's radar screen. But now, obviously, we've opened this box. There is this situation. We do need to be aware of it. And then it, it also helps us understand that we need to kind of, to some degree, expect the unexpected. You know, a, a black swan event is is one of those where what are the unexpected uh, consequences from a thing such as a pandemic? You know, what you know what will happen with that? By going to digitization, you know, what are the pitfalls that businesses may be creating within their own that they may not be aware of? So really, a black swan event is from really the unexpected consequences of something like a pandemic. Pandemic. But it could be, you know, some future black swans could be, you know, a future impact from having an issue with, with a cloud outage where, you know, now all businesses, you know, if your information is on the cloud, you know, you possibly could be, you know, could be impacted by the fact that, hey, there's a, a, a huge cloud outage that is impacting how you're doing business. And I think really, you know, that's kind of the, the situation is that we're putting a lot of pressure on technology and tech companies are are really working somewhat, to, you know, to to the max that they can do. There's more pressure on you know IT services and cloud type um, you know, answers to data storage. I think that you know as we go forward, 
Um, the pressure will continue to increase. There's, you know, there, there could be, you know, really these future black swan type events that will, you know, be created because we've put too much pressure on one aspect. Lastly, Tom, let's talk about supply chain. And I know you and I have talked about this before, but what is the role of business continuity planning in better managing supply chain risks? And what are some other tips that maybe you can share about how businesses can de-risk their supply chain? Well, you know, and and if there could be anything, as, as you would call it, a positive, I think one of the positives that came out of the pandemic was the needs for businesses to manage uh, their globalization better and build more resilient supply chains. So that is something that came out of this whole thing. And I think some of the things that businesses are focusing on um, are that companies are improving their business continuity management in order to de-risk their supply chains. And but what I mean by that is really they are now looking, uh, you know, business continuity plans may not have included in the past a you know a pandemic uh, tabletop exercise or scenario as part of that. But I I, I guarantee you that probably a, a huge percentage of those business continuity plans going forward will include, you know, how are we going to address a a pandemic event? What are the things that we need to think about? You know, and 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 then how do we make our supply chain more resilient in the face of of this type of an event or something that's such a, a huge global uh, situation? I think that you'll be seeing there's companies talking about things like nearshoring. Uh, nearshoring would be more where you are moving your production or possibly your supply chain that you're using to a closer country. Let's say. Instead of doing something in the U.S. from China, you may be doing something from Mexico or, you know, whatever that that aspect is. So something is closer. The other thing is that you'll see reshoring. So there are companies, you know, specifically in the U.S., the biggest one is bringing things back onshore, reshoring things to that. So really being in somewhat of a better control of their of their supply chain so that they're able to, you know, to, to control it in, in that situation. I think that you're going to see more uh, looking at different types of supply situations where what I mean by that is really, you know, do you need to build a backup, you know, a, a supply? Do you need to stockpile different pieces or parts or whatever your, 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 your situation is? You're, you're going to be looking at those types of things. I think also one of the things that, you know, companies are going to be more aware of uh, NATCAD events, which is kind of outside of what we talked about, but also, you know, civil unrest, civil unrest that has been created by, you know, the pandemic and, and, and that exposure that comes up, you know, and then how quickly can businesses um, understand what that or what the exposure is of that and how quickly can they find alternate suppliers if in fact there is a you know a civil unrest event or a natural catastrophe, you know in a in a certain area, and and how do they move forward with that? You can find the full version of the Allianz Risk Barometer report with the link in the description of this podcast or on our website agcs.allianz.com. And don't forget, you can get all the latest AGCS content by following us on Twitter at agcs underscore insurance and on LinkedIn at Allianz Global Corporate and Specialty. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for a future podcast, don't let the conversation end now. Please send us an email to agcs.communication at agcs.allianz.com. And of course, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. The more folks who rate and review, the easier it is for others to find the show. Again, big thanks to Thomas Varney, the Regional Head of Risk Consulting in North America at AGCS, for helping us better understand the report. And on behalf of Tom and everybody at AGCS, I'm Ken Reichman, and we will see you next time.